but I am trying to like get back into that. Like I leaving my job, I was like, I'm, I've got to turn a new leaf and like, I got to get into this like social media game to try uh, to, it's a to vicious, start things. Vicious beast. And it's like, you gotta do it. It's so, I mean, I work in it and I hate it. And yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's what our world is now. So we kind of have to. Yeah, I, I just I spent a year turning mortgage advisors into social media influencers. That's what I was doing for a career. So yeah. Oh, so yeah. fun. Then we will get there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, so we'll freaking stoked <laughs> to like hear about your life because I did not see that coming. Okay. Uh, welcome back to Most Likely to Podcast. I'm yeah, Kendall. John. I'm Gretchen, and that is John Keeper. Yeah, you unfortunately may remember him as Johnny Kiefer. He has dropped the the name. Um, the do, the dual syllable yeah. <laughs> nickname. Which I was, must admit that I'm gonna I'm gonna mess it up. I'm a, I'm sorry it, in advance. It I'm tends not. to happen. It's okay. It's okay. I am looking Thank you, at Gretchen. John yeah. Kiefer. This is jo- This is not the so Johnny true. The the this people can't John. see, but. <laughs> This is John. There's no Johnny anymore. You guys, Johnny can't come to the phone right now. Why? (laughs) Because he's dead. (laughs) We'll convince him to post one picture or send us at least a picture. No, he sent me. He sent me multiples for uh, putting it out, and I'm gonna use all of them because I can't pick. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're all too good. I know they're all so good. They just it's like. you would expect from a photographer he just told us <laughs> it's very hard for me to be serious in a photo or i'm like too serious in the okay. photo yeah you do the yeah. patented smirk of john johnny uh just that that there's that one smirk it's a closed yeah. mouth uh, asymmetrical smirk we all know it <laughs> yeah drama. i had no i had no idea i had that smirk until Snapchat came out. And then when I would Snapchat back and forth with my roommates, they would say, mm, the Snapchat face. <laughs> <laughs> Little do they know it's just been your face for a long time. We can, <laughs> I, I we can confirm. <laughs> oh man. No, so it, I have to like go on a tangent really quick because uh, John, you are actually the first person I have like asked to be on the podcast seriously all the other people it's like Gretchen like we talk about people we would like to talk to but Gretchen instigates but this is like been like getting you on here was like a passion project I was like I have I really want to catch up with John Um, I think she just wanted to know what you were doing I seriously because (laughs) because you were one of our like best friends I mean we were all like such good buddies and Mm -hmm. you know all I know is that you're out in LA. Like that's, that's it. And, uh, I just, I don't know. I'm like, what the heck is he up to? And that's, so this is all completely selfish for me to Perfect. hear I what's love it. going on. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm happy you reached out because like, you know, you reflect on things in life and you're like, Oh, all these people. And like, I'm terrible at communicating. Yeah. Uh, if you're not like right here next to me. So uh-huh you know, that, that, that's the thing. And so like, when you did reach out, I was like, oh, I'm camera shy, but whatever. Like these were <laughs> two of my closest friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got yeah. 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 And I wanted, I wanted to hear what you all were up to too. And I know you've told your story throughout the podcast too, but it's different when you're sitting for sure. Uh, computer, <laughs> computer to computer. Yeah. 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 
Okay, yeah. so let's like jump into that first question. What is your favorite high school memory? This was tough. Like I was trying to think back and it was like trying to actually think about memories and then mm -hmm. they all start kind of pouring in. Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh yeah, I shut the door on a lot of those memories a long <laughs> time ago. Uh, yeah. And like, I, I was thinking like the ones that would always pop up were how we would sit out and outside of the cafeteria in the morning. But then yeah. like literally right as we hopped on, the one that like clicked in my brain that I was like, oh yeah, that like changed so much for me in my life yeah. was when I uh, had texted Mark uh, what was up one time? And he was like, oh, Andreas and I are at the uh, musical practice. He's like, you should come by oh my and just gosh. see it. And I show up <laughs> just to like sit in the audience, you know, and immediately um, Mrs. And, and like the team, the yeah. crew come yeah. out and they're like, you're auditioning. And I was like, <laughs> no. I don't see. Like I am not. No, I'm just here to hang out. <laughs> yeah. I don't. <laughs> and then and I'm forced to sing in front of everybody, and I'm like, oh, oh no. My, the only oh time I sing is in the shower in the car by myself. <laughs> <laughs> what? And it was what awful, musical it was, was it? Uh, Little Women. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was an awful performance. And afterwards, she and leaned to me, and she was like, "You can just mouth the words." <laughs> <laughs> but we need we need some some guys for the show <laughs> so. you have the look we're looking for of course anything. it was of course it was tark too of just yeah. like yeah. show up just show up it's fine <laughs> yeah start it i love that man oh god so i as i was thinking about you coming on i i think i've told you this story before but it's been a very long time because the last time i've been around you John was uh, an Erica Becker like Christmas party. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was our freshman year Classic. of college, yeah. but I, I have yeah. not been around you since then. But um, so do you remember us like because we would all hang out in front of the cafeteria like that, your phone would go off and you had like a very distinct. Uh, I can't remember what it was, like, but ringtone. Yes. It was John's ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we would say, Johnny, you got a text message. Like we would say it in this like tone. And we did this all the time. <laughs> so I go off to college. I am with a bunch of random people and someone else has that ringtone and their no. phone goes off and I go, Johnny, you got a text message. Like I lost dog or something. And everyone's like, what is actually wrong with you? <laughs> like, so it yeah, was, that's yeah. That, was it the well, whistle? I, I do what? Was it the whistle? The like the it, like. It might have been the whistle. I don't I, I, I had a few different. Like I'm the crazy person that uses the atomic bomb alarm for my sure. wake up alarm. Sure. Yeah, and like I know at one point in time I had this awful recording of my brother screaming at the top of his lungs yeah and no, I used, it wasn't that one <laughs> yeah and I, no. I used that as my as my phone call ring. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I left my phone in my locker one time and people and I left the ring on and people would, I would get a call and somebody would be walking by and they would just hear this <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh 
Uh, Here's the thing. I don't remember what it was, but I know if I heard it right now, my brain would go, Johnny, right? you gotta text us. <laughs> right? it would, it's just, just Pavlov's dog. Yes. <laughs> we did it because it, it seems like everyone was always texting you. <laughs> like it seems yeah. like there was always somebody that was like i don't know just trying to trying to have a communication with you it was just definitely us jealous that no one yeah. was talking about us so. <laughs> yeah. i never realized this <laughs> <laughs> we're telling you the subtext now much later yes. yeah, yeah we now I understand ourselves yeah because <laughs> yeah. we all had crushes on you at some point so it was just like one of those things that was like <laughs> Uh, somebody else has a crush on John this week. All right, That's cool. New. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know this, but yeah, then, you know, like, how do you know when people have crushes with you, on you in high school and stuff? I guess. It's so yeah, true. No. But you well, and the, the reason awkward. for having crushes were always so stupid. Like, yeah. it was like one day everything was fine, but then one day it's like, you know, you could wear a blue shirt and it was like all of a sudden, like, damn, John looks good in blue. I think I'm into John (laughs) and like that's all the process was it was like and then another week goes by and you're like I don't think I am I think it was just the blue shirt and and the blue shirt would come back and you're like maybe yeah you're like hold on hold on I only had like four shirts so you know just on a cycle yeah because we all just wore school uniforms so like what are we what one shirt are we gonna wear the one time we go to somebody's house yeah um okay so so I knew like John obviously joined the musical and stuff the same time that I did which was Little Women um but like I had been running with you for three four years of that two two years at that right. point yeah yeah so d- do you still run because <laughs> i don't I, I, yeah I, no so i had cut running out of my uh you know habitual thing up yeah. until actually covid and then covid mm. hit and like i was listening to books on tape and i was just like i need an excuse to reason to you know put this book on tape on so i'll just go for a run <laughs> Plus, I've got a friend who lives across the street who always just gives me the most shit. And he, cause he's, in his, he's in his 40s and he's like, come race the 40-year-old. <laughs> Let me prove that I'm better than you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I need in my life. I need to go knock on some doors, say. find a 40-year-old to freaking yell at me until I move my ass. Gen X is amazing for that because they will not give they will not give you any leniency. They are on top of that shit. They're like, nah, we're we're going on a run. But you being friends with a 40-year-old is it to make so much sense to me. That's like if you told me, like, yeah, he's my best friend, I'd be like, Yeah, yeah, of course he is. (laughs) Not a question. Well, he he does live across the street, so we'll have occasionally have like cookouts and like watch movies and like uh we all work in the film industry so it's like it's easy to kind of you know all different age groups meet together and then you just kind of all bond because you're spending <laughs> your, your life becomes that movie or that show that you're working yeah. on so For you're sure. kind of and you grow together in case people listening did not know john well enough in high school f- film was something that you were always interested in that was something that we would sit down and like you would you would be like no they're gonna make a ton of Marvel movies I know they are they are going to make so many and it's gonna happen in the next ten years and then that's what 
happen? <laughs> it's like, how did he know? How did, how, how did you know? I don't know. It's, I'm also part psychic. So, you know, that. that yeah. Happens. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. That does clear up a couple things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so like, this is, it was like a passion of yours. And then you went on to, is it Ball State? Is that where you went to school? Yeah, I went to Ball State and I studied telecommunications there. There, we had quite a few people from our high school that ended up going there, which was cool. Like it's, you know, you go in and it's just like everybody. I don't know if that was your experience in college, but like at Ball State, you go in and everybody is just like, let's be friends. Ah! And you're just meeting a whole bunch of people very, very quickly. And then, you know, you try to juggle it and then it kind of sorts itself down to just a few. But it was great, you know, from the people that were there, like we would see each other every once in a while and try to still hang out and like wind up at the same college parties Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, And yeah, I shot documentaries while I'm at Ball State. That was kind of what I ended up doing. I got to travel all over the country doing that as well. And then also ended up going to Haiti and shooting a documentary down in Haiti, which was pretty interesting. Um, And then from that, just... I mean, I'm kind of skimming past those four years pretty quickly. But after that, it was just kind of uh, graduation. And then I waited two months to save a little money and moved out to L.A. for just enough to pay one month's worth of rent and kind of finger crossed that I was going to make it. And um, I've been out here for six years. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So with all of the documentaries and stuff like while you were in school because then we'll get into everything you've been doing but like at least while you were in school was there a favorite that you were a part of uh documentary wise yeah um yeah I mean probably the one in Haiti which was done like the others were all done through the PBS affiliate at the school uh that one was done completely um it was with a producer director who I had worked with on one of the other ones she had a connection to a company who would always go down to Haiti and help the the women in Haiti. And so we went down there and just kind of documented what was going on while also uh, the, the story of that is called Teach Her to Fish, which is, you can kind of take the, the parable right, from right. The, you know, yeah. the, the Bible. Yeah. 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 Uh, and the whole idea is to, instead of just going down there and building a house or giving them money and just giving charity, it's, teach them how to self-sustain and then they'll be able to create on their own and so we kind of went down there and just it was just the two of us documenting it for about like 12 to 15 days uh, interviewing interviewing the women um basically we were at the city of or the town of Mizak it was if you land in the Lulaban uh we're no, nodding Lula like Lula. we know what the yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, you could not say Lula anything. You could say anything. This is one of those you moments could... that if he was saying this in high school, I'd be like, Am I into John? <laughs> well, so I well just traveled. Totally, I totally got the wrong town. I just named the French town that I had been to. That was awesome. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Music <laughs> was at the top of uh, this mountain. It was like a four hour drive up this mountain. 
like switchback roads, no rails. People, yeah. the drivers would just honk to let yeah. people come in around the other corner know. And you're like, wow, I could, I could fall off this mountain. I could, I could die. I could uh, die today. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, that's happened a few times with mountains and myself. Um, but uh, <laughs> probably I'm going to end up dying on a mountain someday. But, uh, you know what? You heard it here first. He's a, he, he's psychic, remember you guys? So, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you just have that like feeling that it's like, oh, Oh, no I'm too scared of this something really bad is gonna happen with this someday <laughs> well well, tw- twice th- there was a time actually was going to the French the little French village I, I said mm-hmm. that was like a story where I was driving this road not able to read French signs and oh, it was God. like not it was like 10 p.m at night which uh-huh. in France like everything shuts down pretty early the roads were iced over and we didn't know I didn't know that and I'm going up the switchback mountain with no rails, and the car just stops. Oh and shit! Back. And I just got chills. That's like the the Spinning falling around. back thing in a car is like one of my biggest fears. So I'm like, oh my god, I would have. Oh my well, god. I'm sure that that car, it's not like you would be able to see behind you. You would maybe have your brake lights because you would be slamming on the brakes being like, ah, uh, please don't. <laughs> but, it, but it was on ice, so we yeah. just slid and then oh navigating in reverse. So I had to navigate down the back, down, back down ah! the mountain and then reverse <laughs> until, no! we did a, until we did a one-day turn. <laughs> <laughs> because you're gaining speed. You're I gaining wish. speed. Yeah. This is the documentary we need. <laughs> he'll he'll put it in a show one day he'll put it in a movie one day (laughs) there was definitely a moment where i was like this is it (laughs) i'm gonna freeze to death okay so like a moment of like catholicism here i had i was in a really horrible uh monsoon rainstorm that was like always terrible terrible Mm -hmm. i should not have been on the road but it was one of those situations i couldn't even get off the road because i couldn't even see where the end of the road was right so i'm like i just have to power through like white knuckling um and i uh everything was like stressing me out like the music the the rain and so i uh i started saying the rosary Um, (laughs) i hate that i hate that i I don't know. That's what Grandma Fran does. I, she's on to something. So I just started saying the rosary. Tell me why I still have a f- like rosary in my car, and I'm like, you know what? Just in case, you know what? Maybe. And it's like, God, did, like, can't I let it go? Oh my word! Uh, indoctrination. Oh my God! It's. it's so oh. John, the next time, just start the rosary. That yeah, I yeah, I, I got to get one of those finger rosaries. The finger so ones, quick, yes. You can quickly spin. <laughs> Have it in my pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but one of the French. still one of those hotel hotel Bibles. You know, yes. guy, keep it keep Bible. it yeah, keep keep it in the glove box. Yeah, you never know when you're gonna be in France driving down a mountain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on ice. Yeah. That's the like yeah. one thing. At least like in Evansville, since we didn't really get snow, we did have ice pretty well figured yeah. out. Yeah. yeah you know all things you know all of our instances in life all of the little things they build up to those certain moments and luckily <laughs> i knew how to navigate ice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i knew when the when you start to the back end starts to spin you don't panic you just turn the other way <laughs> i love it 
so much. Oh my word. <laughs> um, so it, my internet went out halfway through, but you guys, did you, you just glossed over the Ball State years? Yeah. 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 It was because... a quick, it was a quick gloss. Because <laughs> here's the thing. John is so interesting. We don't have to like dive in <laughs> to college to find something that like you're doing a lot of really cool stuff and have done a lot of really cool stuff. Cause the, the only notable thing was when is that he grew into the confidence that he, I guess, faked his way through all through high school. I don't really know how that worked, but like that charm, the John charm, because I saw you a couple of times that freshman year and you had become just this other, this other man. You were like, the pool is bigger. He became now. John. <laughs> I am in a big <laughs> pond. I am John now. And we were all yeah. like, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> and then and and then that's that's the other part of it is that you dropped the E, the John E in college. Yeah, right. Yeah. I I was trying to drop that in high school too. It was just Oh yeah. <laughs> we were <laughs> never we were too far in. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you um, know, I think I think leaving, you know, leaving high school, leaving that that place where we all kind of it was so tight knit and everybody knew everybody and yeah. it was it was just kind of a, a a struggle to to be your own person, especially when you've got family surrounding you. And like you have these expectations that I feel like you have to to live up to, uh, and then yeah, you hit college and you're just like, hey, I'm all by myself. Cool. This is like a first time for freedom. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it definitely. And yeah, I mean, there's not you know stories of college. It's like you go to class, you do what you do, and then you like, you party. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And like um, life has gotten way more interesting than party stories. So. Right? Did <laughs> yeah. you? When you moved out to LA, did you go with it, his name's not anymore? But Adam, no, so Adam had he had moved out yeah, yeah. here. Um, I think around my because I know he his story was you know and if, whether you talk to him or not he's got his own story. Right. Um, sure. He, he, he went to, to Nash. He went to Nashville and then he mm -hmm. left Nashville and then he went to LA. And my mm -hmm. plan initially was to to live with him when I came out here, but he was living downtown. And that to me seemed like, just like too much. Like, you know, moving <laughs> from from a small town to like downtown LA, I was like, oh no. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, Especially <laughs> Muncie, from Muncie to downtown LA, like yeah, that's a yeah. choice. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I, you know, he was telling me there was like no parking and like, the jobs were hard and like not having a car and I was like, oof. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I'm gonna go find something else. I know LA is pretty big. I'm gonna go find something else. No, I ended up I moved out here with a friend from from Ball State. Uh and basically how that happened was I had to decide between uh Louisiana, Atlanta or LA, because that was where the film industry was at That's the time. That's where the film is, yeah. And, and I wanted to and I knew I wanted to be there. And I was really leaning heavily to Louisiana all throughout my senior year. And then graduation came and I was like, what am I kidding? I'm going to LA. <laughs> You're like, like, God, I have the opportunity right now. I don't have any strings. Like, yeah. why would I go to Louisiana? Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> so I, I texted my friend, uh, his name was Zane, is Zane, not was, is Zane. Is. And I was like, it's hey, Zane, like, uh, I'm moving to LA in September. You want to join? And he was just like, 
I see the dot dot dots. They disappear. <laughs> dot dot dots disappear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what part like, of LA did you move out to then? If you weren't in like the the city itself. So we we first moved um, to. We were staying in a hotel. We lived out in a hotel for like two weeks uh, wow. because we we were both calling places like hey where can we live we were looking online and nobody they would see an area code that was he's from chicago or uh-huh. evansville and they're uh-huh. like either not answering or they're like yeah you have to be here to like actually yeah. get a place I and so that. yeah it was tough so he came out a week before i did because i was actually in ireland uh i went to ireland and then the next week after i got back in town from ireland i moved to la uh and gotcha. so he, and so he moved out that week while I was in Ireland and he was out here looking for places to stay. And like, as the story goes, he, we were looking in Burbank and like, we looked, he looked at this place and he's like, yeah, this is great. And then literally as he walks out, there's people breaking into the car right across the street. So he was like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and Burbank is actually a really nice area. Yeah. Um, so we stayed in a hotel for two weeks trying to like no employment, didn't know anybody. We were both just, you know, on the whim and we ended up moving to Van Nuys. Mm. Uh, and we were on the, uh, which is kind of, it's in the Valley. Um, and the place we stayed, it was definitely a, a place where you land when you, <laughs> you, you, it was you a need a place. Off, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and like, I'm pretty sure it was haunted because there was yeah. definitely, like yeah. we were, you know, we were living on air mattresses, like two people <laughs> in a one bedroom, like nothing. Like we had a coffee table, <laughs> air mattresses and a, and a TV that, yeah. that was like eating peanut butter <laughs> and sandwiches. no jobs. <laughs> yeah, no jobs. Luckily, luckily I got a, I got a job pretty quickly. Um, the first weekend I came out, I ended up as an intern on a um, train music video. And oh. I knew I wa- I knew I wanted to get into Random. Grip and Electrics, and so lighting. And I like yeah. I'm I'm there early because I didn't have a car at the time. I was shipping my car out to LA, uh, so I had to <laughs> I, like I ca- I had a fr- I had my roommate drive me at like five in the morning to the set. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. super I'm super early, and I just like one of the trucks lo- walk pull up, and I'm like, hi. <laughs> I don't know. I'm here. Literally, what do you do? Yeah, yeah, literally, first it's them, in LA. Like, what's it's up? that Midwest f-ing, like tenacity. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Paige, my my roommate in college, um, did music business, and so every time that they would go out to LA as like a group, it was like. Um, it was like they would be like oh we love people from the midwest they try so hard (laughs) it's just like that like midwest like i'm here what do you need i can move chairs i can i know it's a union set but i can do whatever you need me to do before the the people get here that are important (laughs) joe being a family name for you too john uh we just went out to a wedding for my husband's best friend and his name is Joe and his wife is from the Bay area. And so his mom was like giving a speech and she was like, well, before we met him, you know, we knew his name was Joe and he was from the Midwest and like <laughs> all Joe's are good Joe's, you know, and good people. And 
you know, those Midwesterners, that's like a different world, but we know they work hard. So we were, we were a fan and I was like, that's it. Those were the two boxes. Like his name was Joe and then he worked hard because he was from the Midwest. Yeah. And I'm sure on what, what, do you remember the song of the train video? Yeah. Yeah. Cadillac, Cadillac. Okay. All right. That yeah. will, that one that's, is that the one where they talk about a trash bag? I think it is. I, I don't, is I, it I the mean, one where they yeah. talk about a Cadillac? I assume. Yes. <laughs> there, there is a Cadillac in the music video. Yeah. Uh, and there's yeah, also so when like, you said trash bag, I was like, no, it's a very what? specific train line. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So you show up, you are tenacious, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Luckily I walked up to the right truck because it was the electric, it was the lighting guy's truck. And they were just like, oh, you're an intern no you're not today you're an electric and I was like great I don't know anything about this I I started my high school plays I didn't have to do tech Uh... yeah I was just like I'm not I was like what do I do just like plug it in and then they give me the cable and I'm like this does not go into a wall like I I was like what happens here uh I know all this stuff now but they're just like things." I was like yeah uh, but from that like that happened and like you know you always hope that you're going to make connections on a shoot for things to, to go on right. that I, I no no connections off of that I was like <laughs> I was definitely too green they did not want to work with me ever again um, <laughs> but then I ended up on The Bachelor yeah so I remember I, that that I, was yeah. freshman year or um, not freshman year but like the first year out of out of in real life freshman year of adulting Um, exactly so this I did not know that I'm assuming Gretchen told me but somebody told me that you were doing that and so I do have questions I am a huge (laughs) Bachelor Nation fan so I I look forward to anything you're willing to share about that experience yeah uh, on what I can share but see I started with Chris Souls that was oh I came on Farmer Chris um I this, think his name is see, I'm gonna Rachel. Have to at Jordan. I Hold almost, on, wait. What what year is this? 2014. Okay. Yeah, 2014. Okay, so, so it is. Okay, sorry. I, so I, I got out of to... a. Well, I was gonna tell you, I got out of a crummy yeah. relationship, and I would watch The Bachelor with all of my friends in college, and I was like, when I break up with this guy, I'm gonna apply and be on The Bachelor, and then. <laughs> I actually was like working on filling stuff out and then I like went on my first date with my now husband and I was like I don't maybe I don't need it (laughs) I won't go and then I was a huge fan of Farmer Chris and then they announced it was Farmer Chris and I was like irrationally upset with my boyfriend at the time I'm like it's farmer Chris like I should be there and now I can say I should have been there because my friend John I was, was gonna there say, we just I was say you would have been like okay I'm ready to go on this John yeah John is- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no you, you lucked out with farmer then. Chris John is here I can't <laughs> I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he's in prison now because he um, like ran somebody over right yeah um <laughs> he I don't think he's in prison I think you know white privilege he just got a slap on the wrist but yeah he he definitely uh killed someone by running the motor while driving with a tractor yeah Yeah, a tractor too right yeah you lucked out yeah I think things worked (laughs) out how they were supposed to here's part of me that wishes we just were partying at the bachelor mansion and I was kicked off night one so 
<laughs> no, I, I can tell you the, the process of getting on the show is incredibly grueling. Uh, a lot of background checks and a lot of like psych evals and stuff like that. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta, and you have to basically open up your entire life and let right. them have access to everything. So it's pretty complicated. Um, but yeah, I think, I think I did five, four or five seasons of the show. It, it's tough because they film everything back to back to back to back to back. They just keep rolling the entire time. Um, and you were like, a you started as like, a an AP. Is that the uh, right? Produ- a, a production PA. assistant, a PA. Other way. Yeah. So yeah, switch it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, so basically, because I remember um, your name in the credits at like the finale, but that was the only yeah. time that we saw your name in the credits, and we were like, John. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was pretty. I mean, there was a lot of cool things to it, and the the crew and working with because eventually I worked up to getting to work with the cast, and um, which is also grueling in itself. You're you're there and you're waking them up and you're you're keeping them you know, going throughout the day and interesting. Yeah. And, and making sure that they're in the places that they need to be. Um, uh, yeah. I'm happy to be done with that, but it was <laughs> yeah, a great but I experience. I have to think that that's like one of those, or maybe I'm very wrong because I feel like the film industry functions totally different from the rest of society. But like, yes. I feel like working on something like the bachelor franchise is like someone doing a Disney internship like it's such a recognizable name that it already sort of makes you uh your resume like was really boosted there that's what I would assume but again it's different in film yeah you know uh, it took a while like I was as far as reality shows go yeah you know I could I could work on whatever reality show I wanted to but that was not and that's nothing when I say I was happy to leave it was nothing against Bachelor it's more about that reality world Mm -hmm. because it's it's not the world I wanted to be in. I wanted to tell stories. I wanted to, you know, create challenging art that was going to, you know, push boundaries. Um, and doing Bachelor was not that per se. Um, so after you it, leave the Bachelor franchise, where do you go? Um, let's see. I oh, so that that's where I, I, so. I was. I started working with a company where I was working as a photographer. And traveling the country again, um, rebranding. It was a corporate gig, doing branding for for um, uh, life insurance folks and taking photos. Uh, and I've pretty much been to almost all of the states in the country, uh, at least driven through them, which is pretty interesting. And staying in different spots, uh, which we can get into ghost stories because I still need to tell the ghost story about Van Nuys apartment. <laughs> and then, and then there was also the ghost story and uh, uh, where is it? It was uh, is it? It was either Milwaukee or Minneapolis. They were we, it was Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, yeah, we stayed in the hotel, the Ambassador, and it was the hotel that Jeffrey Dahmer had uh, killed one of his victims, and it, sure. it was. Um, definitely a haunted hotel like uh heard heard like booming voices in the hallway one of my co-workers like got violently sick and started vomiting everywhere uh like we were there was at one point we were down in the uh the hotel bar and there were these two women sitting at the table next to us and they had veils over their face and there were these two old women and the the waiter was serving everybody but them yeah 
Okay. And they didn't care because they were knee deep in a conversation about, I don't know, women's rights. I have no idea what they could be talking about, but I love the idea that it was this very. Or it could just be them being dead, Gretchen. No, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that it was like what a ghost talk about. What what, like two women at a bar that weren't being served? Because like all I can think about is I would be yelling that I am not being served if I had pre-gamed. But like. I assume that I had pre-gamed and then I, I was there just being very angry that I wasn't getting more alcohol. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think they were, I think they were peaceful ghosts, but then there was also like one of the, the gals on our team. She had like met this guy at the hotel that they were hitting it off and everything. And oh, we we're no. like, Oh, we we're like, good for you. But then like, we never saw him or never met him. And like, she like waved goodbye to him ghost. and we were she all like, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <who>? <laughs> uh yeah love it <laughs> uh, you know ghosts i think they exist yeah oh for sure yeah well and like i met the one when i was in van nuys that was like um i never slept i slept in the the living room and my roommate usually he slept in the bedroom but for one of the nights we switched rooms and my one night in that room and I didn't even I didn't even stay the whole night because I'm sleeping there and like trying to sleep and I keep on hearing this like what's going on and it ended up being there's a little girl in the closet throwing a red ball against the wall and she would she kept on talking to me and I was just like um like this is too bizarre for me (laughs) and I had to I had to bail how old was she do you think uh she was like eight to eleven Oof. And uh, she she was of she was Latinx, so like you know she was speaking to me in Spanish, so I didn't really understand. I took eight years of Spanish, and you know like <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, this is a memory back. Yeah. We had Spanish two together, I think. I think M- maybe like I don't. That. I tried. I definitely black Spanish out of my memory. Yeah, I was gonna say. I remember your accent being all wrong. Like yeah. you were better at it, like writing it out. But every time you were asked to speak, you were like, I, "I don't want to." And then they'd be like, "Come on, John." Um, oh gosh, that's yeah. Funny. Definitely uh, had the it. Was that, so was that your first uh, ghost encounter? Was that little girl? And then that was the situation. No, there was another one in high school. Uh, gosh, where was it? Was it one of the, we were either, it was like a far away basketball game or a far away sporting event. It was a far away sp- sporting event. And like, I had taken a turn off the road and there was another, like, uh, there was like a ghost train. Like we had to cross the train tracks and there was like, like somebody got locked out of the car, whoever we were with. And they're like, I saw a person outside and the windows fogged up and there was this guy in a trench coat and he was standing at the edge of this, these woods that we were like stopped at. Cause like we had, we were switching cars and I could see him, but nobody else saw him. And like the cars were fogged up. And then as soon as we crossed the train tracks, a train flew by us. I feel like out in LA, you definitely need to be like looking into these people because I am like, I'm definitely like a big, like I'm kind of woo wooey, I guess, but like you know, so like the mediums and all that, like they just say there's some people who are more uh, subject to be able to see ghosts and all of that stuff that like, 
you know, I feel like you could be really honing in on this craft. It's like I'm a big believer, but no ghosts have shown themselves to me. So I must not yeah. like have that have that thing that they're looking for. So I mean that's a pretty significant number of like sightings to to not have also, something also, up. like the fact that it was like you almost moved to Louisiana when it's like the most haunted town ever. Yeah. <laughs> Something must have really told me not to go there. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. no, hon. You're he would be working on television shows. He would have one, and they would. it would be John the Medium or whatever they say. Yeah. Well, it, you know, my brother used to scare me a lot as a kid about the, the great lady uh, witch At from the Willow uh, Library. Yeah, 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 and that used to freak me out. So, And then I knew we had, we had the witch, and, or not the witch, but the ghost, um, the nun, in the, auditorium. in the auditorium. Yeah, the auditorium. Yeah. I need you. Who to I come never to... met. I never met. But it's not. You a need real to thing. come when you're in. Next time you're in the Atlanta area, you need to come see me because I'm here and you should. But yeah. also, my work. We are like right next to like our wall is shared with like the most haunted place in our community, and there is a like female ghost named Elizabeth that's there and like they say that she like most commonly and this like always creeps me out but like they say she most commonly is seen in the bathroom like while women would be like because it used to be like a really nice restaurant so people would be going in fixing their lipstick or whatever and then Mm -hmm. that's when she would like show up like behind you in the mirror and be like pretty because she's like real girly and like wants to do all that um but there's photos of um that people have taken like on the ghost tour in our town like of a woman in a dress like a medieval type dress in uh like the window that they took while they were on the tour and like it's like oh that's elizabeth but (laughs) occasionally in our office so we have this like back this like staff bathroom in the back and it's super old and the the doors on the stalls, like you have to like gently shut them or they make this chaotic banging sound um, that just like goes through the whole office. And um, so I have been there where that door slams and there is no one else there. And like those, those doors have to be used to make that like thing. So I, of course, got a little nervous, but I was like, Hey Elizabeth. Hey, not now. I have not now. Actually, so if you could just like wait—I don't know. Thursday. Thursday looks good. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm alone and I don't want to do this. So I'll let you put on my lipstick and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> not today, ma'am. Not yeah. today. Well, I don't like actively go and seek ghosts or no. like try to or try to find them. They just. They show themselves, so that's why. Yeah, they just want to show up to me. Yeah, (laughs) and I'm not like I'm not necessarily cool with them either. I'm like, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) Okay, so we got on like a deep dive of ghosts, which I really (laughs) love. But trying to be uh, respectful of your time frame too, I do want to go to like. Okay, so you started doing the photography stuff and then what's after photography 
Uh, yeah, so I, I ended up leaving that company and that's where I met my friend who lives across the street, the guy who's, um, yeah. And he worked for like probably 20 years in the prop industry or doing props in the film industry. Okay. And his, his uh, significant other uh, is an AED and worked on shows. So sure. she was able to get me, I took the step back into being a PA again. And I went sure. on to uh, working on shows like Lucifer and Modern Family Gotcha. And um, just like a variety of different like big network television shows, right? And, and like a couple movies and stuff like that, um, which was really interesting uh, to be in that that big world. Uh, while I was also doing that, I was working. Those are all union stuff, so you can't right. like you know I want to be in the lighting and, and cinematography, so I couldn't do that in the union. But in the, in the non-union world, I was still doing that, uh, building right. up and trying to like get out of the survival mode because yep. what ends up having when you're living in a city that you know a mortgage for a house costs the same price for a one-bedroom apartment uh <laughs> it's expensive so yeah. I, I was stuck in the survival mode kind of doing that and, and fending for myself uh, but eventually worked into um making some connections and shooting working as a cinematographer uh and i spent so uh, stepping out of the PA world, I've shot three pilots uh, for shows nice. and then uh, ended up working for a company where I was doing like um, cooking talk shows and uh, shot like some Facebook commercials and uh, a Briar's ice cream thing. Uh, nice. So I, I was like, yeah, I was gaining a little bit of a momentum doing that until right at the end of 2019, end of 2020, a uh, company approached me to come on for as a director doing rebranding. It's the same company as before, but they wanted me to step into a director position and create marketing content for mortgage advisors at this point. So I was turning all these mortgage advisors into social media uh, influencers and <laughs> cr creating. Yeah, very interesting. They're actually so great people. Uh, but once again, yeah, once again, traveling the country um it just got to a point where that was my life uh which was perfect because it happened it was all during covid so right. like i was lucky enough to have employment during covid uh, but I, I was basically john Kiefer ceased to exist i was mm -hmm. working yeah. like 80 18 hour days seven days a week like so it was like okay yep. i gotta so just recently i stepped out of that to go back into pursuing uh cinematography which was getting into that point of like, I was like, I got to turn a new leaf. I got to get into this Instagram game. <laughs> I, I can't, like, I got to get on social media. Like I can't, like, I got to start letting people know I, I've got a skill and like show yeah. them that I can do it because that's okay. how people get jobs nowadays. <laughs> it is for before, sure. Before we wrap up, like cinematography, explain to like people that we went to high school with what that looks like. Like, what are you doing on the day to day? as a cinematographer okay great yeah so you're in charge of the camera and the lighting department and and, and the grips as well so like right. it's split off into three departments and you basically uh you're it's a managerial role i mean you can be hands-on but it, sure. it's basically um designing the look of the show so like if you anything you watch on tv or movies the cinematographer or for short uh, DP, uh, yeah. that's short for director of photography. Uh, yeah. Anything that you see, they work with the production uh, or the, the 
production department not the production right. department but the 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 art the department team. yeah, yeah the guys the that are actually shoot. making it look a certain way yeah, yeah. I, the example i wanted to throw out and you can totally cut me off if i'm wrong but <laughs> the the tv series ozark like it has such a specific look have either one of you yeah. seen that uh, yeah. I have I have yet to watch it, but it's oh. on the list. Yeah, Jason. Yeah. Still, is it's like... still got a very like blue light, like yeah. very mm-hmm. specific yeah. dramatic lighting mm-hmm. that would have come from a cinematographer. Question. Mark? Exactly. They're they're okay. the ones who's you know and and nowadays because it's all for the most part digital uh, rather than on film stock. Uh, whereas it used to be you had to know how to actually scientifically make that happen sure. with a piece of celluloid. Nowadays it's digital, so you take it into a colorist, and they they can just apply all. It's like an Instagram filter, but gotcha. way more complicated. Right. Um, <laughs> I would hope so. I hope you're not yeah. just like like I don't know that guy's that got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that, that's the cinematographer who, who's making that decision and making the decision on how the camera moves and what the camera sees uh, and what's in the scene. I mean, and it's. You know, it's not just one person, it's a whole team effort. And that's the beauty of it is you're working with the director and, you know, finding what they want. And some directors sure. have, have you know, no, no specific sense of what they want for that. And right. some are super controlling and ha- are very detailed <laughs> on what they want. And, and then you just kind of, you, you find your place in there. And, and then that's, that's the beauty of, you know, at some point getting to pick who you work with is you find what works with you and the balance of going back right. and forth right yeah. yeah but also managing a whole team of people and telling them you know, not necessarily telling them what to do um but letting them come up with the answers themselves while guiding them in the right direction right because they gotta they gotta know what your like direction is and yeah. being like I, I don't know i want it like moody <laughs> I want it, you know, I want it to feel uneasy. And it's like, okay, how do I make that happen? And right. And, and you know, and sometimes gets to say yeah. like, yeah, it is. Or no, <laughs> like that's not quite right. And, yeah. And there's that fine line you have to walk between. Uh, and, you know, this is probably applied to any, any position, whether it's in the film industry or in a workspace where you have a manager telling you what to do. You know, you don't want to micromanage anybody, right? Because then that person doesn't one is not happy and doesn't want to work with you. You you have to let them while telling them exactly what to do, let them discover it on their own. And that's like for me, that's the beauty of it. And it's a it's a fine dance between it all. Um, While also you know while you're managing all these different departments and also getting talked to by a whole bunch of other higher up people who are restricting you uh, sometimes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> and yeah. it's being getting to be a people person, basically. Yeah, figuring out how to talk to people in a way that they will respond to it and mm-hmm. not be super shit about it. Yeah, yeah, and that's what that's what I mean. We don't necessarily have to cut it short. Let me see. You're um, fine. This, yeah, no. Like we're it, very clear that we are talking to John, like capital J. <laughs> like we're here, and we like. We'll wrap it up just so that we can have like ten minutes of being like, "Hi, so what's up?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just I, because I, I am like, as soon as this is over, I'm leaving to go do a coloring process for a project I shot oh, last cool. year. That's yeah, so awesome. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. See, so you're Which already like back on the horse, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I was, I'm, I'm very blessed and lucky that within 24 hours of making that decision to leave, which yeah. is tough. Like, you know, I, 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 I liked the work that I was doing. It was great right. getting to meet people across the country and like, you know, um, it, it's very intimate when you're talking with them and having to break people who aren't used to being on camera, you have to break them out of that and you have to be, you know, you get to be upbeat. It's exhausting, but it's fun. Um, and having to leave that, it was, it was disappointing, but it was a decision I had to make for myself and to, to carry on my relationship with my significant other too, because it puts strain when you're never around. Um, did I, did I not, did I miss that when my internet was out? Hold no, on. <laughs> no, that's the. <laughs> there was no. that, was that a reveal that I just completely missed? Like, no. hold on. Well. Uh, tell her we promise we're not predators and how we <laughs> behaved at the beginning of this podcast. Tell them it's a them. Yes. He's an LA. We no, have to be- she, no, she, 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 yeah. Which is funny. When I mentioned the Spanish thing. She's from Venezuela and like I still can't speak a oh, lick nice. of being Spanish. So. So, <laughs> so um, like we'll, we'll have okay. conversations with her mom and then she'll be her mom speaking Spanish and I'm like. Uh, tell me what to say tell me what to say I love that but yeah I mean you have to make that call because like you know you just like hit a certain point especially when you know work is work work is great work is can be very fulfilling and all of those things but like I think if there's one thing that COVID has taught all of us it's that uh like the people in our lives are so important and like uh especially like a significant other that you're kind of like oh wow like probably I'm assuming if you're still with her that like you know you're serious about them and like I don't know like at what point do they become more important than the job and like that sounds like a great call that you were like my mental like stability is important and like (laughs) building on this relationship is important this yeah. job well, I can get another one yeah yeah and and we do a, like we have a lot of fun things that we do together she's an artist herself she makes props for shows and nice. uh but like we also refurbish furniture uh which is more like her thing and then I'm just like cool. the handyman that like yeah. <laughs> you're like you want me to like, sand something I'm on board <laughs> yeah exactly um <laughs> So like, you know, we're constantly, we've done a few like different art pieces and constantly trying to make more. And when I'm on the road and not around, like it, it's, it's hard to do that. And it's, that's what's fulfilling to me, not necessarily more fulfilling to me than the other things. Sure. Right. And so I wanted to be able to be back to be able to do that. Yeah. Plus I already, I had a project that I already had lined up in November to shoot another oh, nice. pilot. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make this happen with a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And pilots so. are tricky because you definitely can't like promote a pilot. It's like somebody takes it and picks it up or it's like, or it just dies and it stays dead and no one ever sees it. And so it's like, yeah. you can't be like, watch this. You can't be like, go check this out and support it because it's like, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Well, I was going to see if you would tell people kind of like what that process of the, I don't know, maybe like the the likelihood of pilots getting picked up because I, I'm a big Dak Shepard fan and I love his podcast, Armchair yeah. Expert. We're not sponsored, just a big fan. Um, <laughs> uh, and so he talks about it a lot and it just, it was mind boggling to me that 
you know, how many types of pilots are getting made and shot. And then like the likelihood of those steps happening. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, a and, very you know, the, small uh, finger motion. You guys aren't going to see it because you're going to listen to this, but he made like, it's, it's like, a, like, a, <laughs> like a quarter of an inch. Yeah. Like when you're trying to like squeeze somebody's head in the distance. Yeah, exactly. So uh, well, with these two, they're they're not like they don't have anybody named attached to it. Like if Dax Shepard can't get his pilots picked up, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, that's you know there's also a difference on where we're aiming and what we're shooting for. Sure. Uh, especially nowadays with the streaming, yeah, and YouTube, uh, there's a whole bunch of different outlets. Uh, um, yeah, it, it's changed the the industry um, for better or worse. I enjoy it. I like. You know, one with the pilot process. I'm I'm doing a lot of just the cinematography into it, but sure. I've also been lucky enough to kind of get on board with the one I did previous to this one. I was on the writing team and helping produce it, which was really cool. And that one that one yeah. was a um, a little action series um, that is tied along with our main actress, who uh, is a she knows Krav Maga. Uh, oh, and she nice. teaches Krav Maga. So she was kind of pairing it with her. Uh, she was doing like Krav Maga trainings on YouTube. And then so what we would do is we would shoot the show. And then the moves that she would use in the show, she would then teach nice. afterwards. So we were kind of yeah. using it as a springboard for that. Yeah. Um, but that was that was a really cool to get to work on that and write and develop. Because um, I also like to I write a little bit on the side. Um, Which I feel like, like we also always knew. I feel like yeah. we were in the same AP English class and there were definitely a couple of times when it was like, oh no, I wrote like a screenplay for the assignment. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I've written, uh, so I'm on my third feature now um, nice. that I'm writing. Um, and this is it's my first one by myself. The other two I wrote with, the, with my old roommate slash writing partner, but I was, I had this other story that I had been working on for years. And so I was like, when we, when we moved out, uh, of the same place together. It was easy when you when you live, your room is right next door to somebody yeah, that you can sure. like at 10 yeah. p.m. at night, you could be like, let's write. Yeah. Like, you yeah, you're anymore. like, I got an idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now I'm like slowly crawling through this other one. But yeah, you know, I don't know if they're ever going to take off or go anywhere, but it's definitely a nice way to, instead of like journaling or having a diary, uh -huh. it's a way uh -huh. of just like getting yeah. thoughts out there. Out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very convenient that my musical yeah. partner is my husband. <laughs> yeah. It's very convenient. <laughs> like I just, I just brought out this guitar. I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> oh, you're starting to sing now. Cool. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, I know you're cooking chicken, but uh, I don't know. I having a moment. <laughs> I felt the chord. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I just, uh, not being a super creative person, I find that so fascinating that like, for both of you, it's like a way that you like bring really cool stuff into the world. So uh, thanks on behalf of all the other fellow, like uh, just consumers out there. <laughs> since we can't do it. Yeah. You are so important. I don't know if you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. I, I realized, yeah, I realized too, I haven't like answered any of the actual questions or You're finished fine. any of my stories. They've all been You're... like half told and then like <laughs> oh. diverted off in other directions. I am so <laughs> sorry, but you're fine also. Yeah. yeah. I Well, I was going to say, it's all making sense to me. It'll be fun to listen back and be like, if this makes sense, yeah. in the moment it feels right. <laughs> okay, so, um, so one thing I'm going to say on the social media train really quick. So we joke about this in the Caitlin episode. She's like working on a project that's not public yet. So we told everyone that like, whenever you get a notification to like like this page or follow this account whatever you have a verbal commitment that you have to do it okay (laughs) stay in front on yours like as you make your way back into the social media realm and you need to like grow followers and engagement or whatever the like you just you let us know we'll hype it up then we'll make everyone participate again another I was gonna say You've also got a verbal contract with us that we will promote it yeah. on our stuff. So yeah. uh, follow Most Likely to Podcast on Twitter and Instagram because you're going to hear about it and it's going to be really cool through us. We're going yeah. to tell you about it. We're going to tell yeah. you what's going on just in case John decides not to be on social media again. <laughs> and well, there's a good chance, but hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully yeah. We, can, we can work on it. But um, <laughs> yes, hello. My husband just returned. Uh, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer a single dog parent. He can deal with her yeah. for the moment. Um, no. Although she did so good, I'm very impressed. Uh, she's a husky. She's very talkative. And when she's not included, she's, very upset upset. yeah Um, Yeah. so I was expecting some howls but she did good um (laughs) okay so a final question do you think the high school version of yourself especially senior year would like recognize you today (laughs) or like the person that you are today yeah 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 Yeah, I, I recognize, I don't know, I never was able to grow facial hair, so seeing me with facial hair is like... Not physically, not physically, like <laughs> mentally, would they be like, like, like oh, thank God. That? Like you did do oh, film, yeah. you're out in LA, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think we would get along for sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and I'm sure there's advice I would give myself, just like there's probably advice you would give yourself at the time yep. as well. Um and really the big thing is, is just like be able to step out of that box because that, that's like the hardest thing. Um, and which it's funny hearing your guys' impression of me back from high school because like mm-hmm. I had no idea. Like I was like, like, I was like, nobody notices me, which is like, I was totally okay with. <laughs> no, not true. not true. <laughs> but which is why I, I would- yourself like, yeah, don't worry about it just do it <laughs> like just yeah have exactly your fun. yeah yeah which is why I, I recall back to that theater story because theater was really a big moment for me to like I had never done that before or like even remotely thought it would be me but it it allowed me to step out of my box uh and then you know I would I would black out during those plays 
Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you had any of that same experience when doing it, but like, I remember yeah. like cases of mistaken identity <laughs> uh-huh, and like having, uh-huh. a, having a lead. Uh-huh. Don't 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 remember. I think I was either lassoed by you or Tark. One of you lassoed me and then you wore a dress, I yeah, think. He, I, I was gonna know. say yeah. if anyone wondered, John looks great in a flapper gown. Oh, um, he does. He looks so fantastic. Yeah. Especially those like high school sinewy runner's muscles. Oh man. It was it was a it was a Please. Please go find a photo of that to show your. We're gonna share uh, one. Your, I don't know what you're your girlfriend. About. Yeah, if if you've got photos, I would share with her. She would love it. She. <laughs> well, I don't because I we've talked about this before. I didn't have social media, so I was. I got behind. it. I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the world needs that. Yeah, I had yeah. to. You know, I had to run in stilettos. I remember you practicing. Did. I I practiced I... running back and forth. Yes. Uh, the mar- <laughs> on the marble floors. I pl- we played duck duck goose at them. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, this is my favorite part when we recall these little moments that I forgot until yeah. we say them. That's amazing. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. like, like he said earlier, it's like, oh, I shut that down. Like that, that those memories, they they are like down deep like yeah. I have lived so yeah. much life since then I don't know it's just awesome well that's why it's like been so fun to do this because you know there's like the the random flashes of memories that are there that aren't so deeply buried but mm-hmm. then like finding out what your life has turned into has been like you know very very cool and so cool so cool yeah i'm like really excited for you for what's next because um yeah i gretchen said it earlier like you just have this like this charisma and stuff that was already there like that we knew but it just i don't know it's so effortless right now that i'm like (laughs) yeah i would do whatever you said like i I believe you i believe in your dreams like i I am like watch it i would look at it i would do whatever i'm 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 in (laughs) that's no that's that's very encouraging when like you know stepping into the like wanting to post in the social media and stuff because that was that was always like something that I, i i never felt like you know, you know, same within the high school. It was just like, yeah, nobody really cares, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. care. We have two number one fans right now. Well, probably two number two fans. No, probably two number like seven fans behind your girlfriend <laughs> and your parents and your siblings. But we are in the top ten, okay? We're, yeah. and, we're there. And then, and then we we can promise maybe like a fourteen to seventeen range. We don't have many listeners. But we could get at least like three and they will be like, yes, we're on board. Let me like that photo just so that John knows that we are here for it. Here's the thing, John. We get more listeners when it's not just Gretchen and I talking. So like the fact that you're involved here, we've probably got at least 50. So (laughs) they are done with Gretchen and I. I can tell you that right now. 14 to 64. We got you. And it, if you want to post the video version of this, I definitely, you know, I set up like a whole background for myself. So. Uh, <laughs> I put on my best on. clothes. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I like let the jacket. I like the Henley. 
Um, yeah, because we do have to give people the chance to see the the blonde Keanu Reeves moment it's that true. this is. It's true. Yeah, right. Uh, I do want to no. know. I'm sorry. There is a candle behind you. Is yes. that? It went away very quickly. Yeah, but... that, that was from, so one of, one of the other jobs I would do was um, I would work movie and television show premieres, yeah. uh, lighting, and this is for the premiere of The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, and this was just one yeah. of the candles they had on the table. Uh, and I took it, and I actually have a funny Danny McBride story of like, uh, so I'm working the event, uh, well, we had set it all up, and doing the lighting and building the sets for the where they come to party afterwards basically and yeah. this was on paramount's lot right when you walk into the paramount gates and they've we've got like this whole platform built and there's chairs and couches and tables everywhere and during the actual event i'm not working and it's just like you're in dress blacks try to be hidden but you can like go get drinks and like you just can't get too drunk that you can't break down at the end of the night right um so like i'm like walking about i've got my food i got my drinks and i run corner to corner with danny mcbride and we're like stuck in between a coffee table and a couch and we're both about to cross paths <laughs> and i look at him and i go <laughs> and, he does, and he, he does this like yep i'm danny mcbride yeah. <laughs> you will roll out the red carpet yeah yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> okay so with that i'm gonna make us stop recording but john i want to talk to you before we officially hang up so uh goodbye to everyone else be on the lookout for that <laughs> stuff from john and yeah. uh we'll we'll talk to you next time yeah bye. thanks everybody bye. for what okay yeah thanks bye bye <laughs>